going to be, I'm super pumped for tonight, this is going to be a super fun one, uh, as you can see, I think I've already said this, but I'm joined by Chris and Clayton, and uh, yeah, tonight's going to be, it's going to be amazing. I'm so glad that Chris is here, because I'm pretty much in a minute going <laughs> to We're stop glad to... that you're here. You made it, you made it this yeah. evening. I, um... Is this the first show you've been back since the injury? It is, it is the first time I've been back since the injury. Do you like that? I've been walking around like this the whole time. Like my peripheral vision is shot. I've got, I've got buttons down here that I've got to try and press. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? So I was worried that after making new boards now, because apparently with a neck injury, you lost an inch. <laughs> <laughs> Spinal compression. Yeah. Nice. Bitch. Okay, look. Oh, okay. Right. We, we, we've got we've got the heckles coming in already. Nice necklace. Match, <laughs> ma matches my eyes. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. You're um you're banned. Never mind. Uh, so <laughs> kicked out of the group, dude. God. So look, evicted, blacklisted. Obviously, uh, if if you saw the post earlier on in the week, I put a post up that I injured myself surfing, and quite clearly, I I am fine, and I am I am here. I don't know about fine, but I'm I'm here. And but I'll, I'll, I'll do a separate update live into the group just to give you a bit of an insight as to what happened. But just be happy knowing that I am here. And uh, let's just get into tonight's content because we're, we're, we're super lucky that Chris has. <laughs> do you know what? I am going to get so hot in this color tonight. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're super lucky that we've been able to get Chris here. I've, I've been saying since I think. Yeah, I think since the first live, I've been trying to say, right, let's get Chris in, let's get Chris in. It's finally happened. He's finally here. And, um, He's actually our first guest on the live. Yeah, so yes, you are. The pressure's on, huh? You are. The pressure is on. He's already started giving it. me a lot of stick um, about having bad posture while I'm sat here, so I'm going to be conscious the whole way through. Well, all, all those fractured vertebrae, they're malleable at the moment, right? So bone, like it needs stress input to heal. If you're like, if you're just going like, I'm staring at my computer. You need to give it the right input to okay. feel. So just think if, upright. If, if I look like I'm sort of, it's just purely the fact that this thing's pushing. Like Do you I, sleep with it on, yeah? I have to sleep with this yeah, thing yeah, on. Yeah. The only time I take it off yeah. is if I'm having a shower. Yeah. Uh, and I, but I, I, when I do take it off, I feel really vulnerable. Like mm -hmm. that's 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 For the sure. time where I go wall. So yeah. I've so I fractured my C4 yep. and my T4 and T5. Yeah. So three, but they're all stable fractures which is the reason why I've been allowed to wear the well, like, foamy collar. I woke Clay up. When I first saw I woke him up. I was like, is it neural? He's like, no, nah, he's not paralyzed or anything. I was like, all good. Well, thanks for being like, so it's, caring. It's not. <laughs> so, so he's well, really worried. The doctor says it'll take him six months before he can surf again. <clears> do, do you think that he could heal faster? You don't have any nerve symptoms, it seems. Like, it seems no, no, no. No peripheral nerve I think, I think I'm all good, yeah. So there's a duration, like I'm not going to go against a surgeon, I'm not an orthopedist, but like there's a duration of bone remodeling and then there would be a period of rehab because all those muscles around those particular fractured areas will atrophy and kind of weaken. Yeah. So six, I mean, uh, you're a healthy dude. It's a bell curve, right? They say six months, it's a bell curve thing. You could be on the shorter side if somebody's yeah. poor health, neglects the rehab, could be longer. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, let's not dwell on that there. Let's, But let's... um. The, I suppose b before we get into lots of the things, there is one post that came up. It, it seems that my injury has, has opened up a, a bit of a doorway for people coming on and saying that they're getting cramps and, 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 and worried about getting wiped out by waves and that kind of thing. And there's one particular post, which I think might have been in the insiders group, which was, which was based around um, 
I don't know if I can find the post, but it was based around. I, I know that you answered. <laughs> hey, professional outfit here. <laughs> get, get with the program. Yeah, yeah. And but it, it was all based around because obviously the accelerated surf program is all about helping you improve faster. And one of the comments or one of the posts was a, a concern around. He whiplashed himself, didn't he? No, it- no, that's another one. Okay. Uh, there was a there was an, a, another person who put in there and yeah. just just saying is is accelerating your surfing putting you at higher risk mm. when you start surfing more waves and you came in with a really good answer. Yeah. Um, you two talk about that. I'll, I'll find it. You two talk about it for a minute. <clears throat> What's your initial input, Clay? Well, in order to surf better, um, I'm really big on having a good posture, good foundation. Um, your joints moving in the right direction, mm. things that should twist and swivel need to move. Sure, well. here it is. Um, so I guess we're advocates of better body movement. Yeah. And that should save you from getting any injury. Yeah. And I. Oh no, you, you, were, you, were, you were right, sorry. It was. I recently got bad whiplash from a wipeout, and it's not an uncommon thing for me nowadays. Now I see Anthony has a nasty fall too. I'm thinking that accelerating one's surfing progress the way that your program does might neglect the normal time it takes to learn how to fall safely. I wouldn't say it has anything to do with perhaps falling safely. I mean, Clay could do, you guys could do an entire like half of a session on falling safely. Like I still learn, like yeah. in our Indo trips, I hit him up like, what am I, how am I trying to get out of this? Like at Greenbush, I was asking like, how do I get yeah. out of this? So there's a process of falling safely. But what I, I think part of the comment I said to him was that, yes, there's an acceleration of skill. Right, like the the OMB program, working with Clay, etc., gives people a quicker acquisition of that skill ladder. Yeah, that doesn't because you're improving your skill doesn't necessarily mean you're quickly improving your ability to perceive and react. There's still a ten thousand hours in my kind of viewpoint of you still need to be able to perceive what is this wave doing? Do I have a backlog? of being in this situation before and know how to react. I know what this wave is going to do. Or is somebody putting in the necessary time and effort and legitimately 10,000 hours to become more familiar in more intense circumstances? Mm. Intense being reef, bigger wave. If I can add my little five cents in there. So if someone's feeling uncomfortable, there's a very good chance they may stiffen up. Yeah. And if yeah. you stiffen up and you fall, I think that's when you're going to get injured. Mm. Sure. However, if, if you're comfortable, you're going to be a lot more relaxed, breathing a lot better, and probably um, not get injured. Being able to stay relaxed, for sure. Like I had pointed out to him, in your prime example, sometimes shit goes like happens, Yeah, and, right? uh, and that's exactly what I would say happened with me on that particular <laughs> day. It was just... Sometimes really shit happens. Yeah. yeah. Because somebody is accelerating their skill level doesn't necessarily mean they've built up enough familiarity in really intense or more intense surf situations. Mm -hmm. You're dealing with an environment where forces are suddenly different. Three foot to barreling eight foot reef break. Like the physics of that is completely different. So there's just a higher OMB wave of progression, risk versus reward ratios. And so I don't think increasing somebody's skill isn't that's not the issue. The issue is perhaps somebody putting themselves into situations that they're not necessarily ready for mm-hmm. or have enough experience to be able to react the right way or accordingly yeah. 
to maybe mitigate it. I whiplashed the hell out of myself at HTs a couple of years. Just like random like three, four foot day just smacked wrong. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it happens. Yeah. Generally what I also find is, it's, is it's, it is the smaller waves where people injure themselves because it's often um, smaller waves breaking shallower water. Yep. And that's part of the reason. It was super low tide when Ant pulled into that barrel. It was knee deep. Probably. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was uh, super shallow. That, that could maybe be the one thing that maybe I should have thought about. I don't know. I don't know. I felt comfortable. I, I when I when I paddled for it, I was convinced that I had it dialed in. I had it, had it nailed. I remember just looking forwards. And it looked like there was a guy about, about to drop in, but then something just happened. I don't know what happened because I I just blacked out. You went into that with the proper frame of mind because generally, if you're going to a barrel. And you don't make it, you're surprised. Mm. But if you're going to the barrel expecting to fall, I think that's when you injure yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I felt so good as I was paddling into it. And um, I actually think you could have come off a lot worse. Oh, yeah. Had you not have been in that mindset. Yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful that it is what it is. That it could have been a completely different story. Like the, the impact that I took on my head was, was, was pretty severe. Um, just quick, quick story. Uh, I'll tell you about it. <laughs> so. I'm quite competitive with myself, uh, always, and maybe I do push myself a little bit hard sometimes. So it happened, when it happened, I lost my vision, uh, this intense ringing in my ears, but because it was knee deep, I was able to sort of stand up, make my way back up to the beach, sat on the beach for a few minutes, sort of stretching out, thinking, oh, okay, I've, I've damaged my neck, but it's nothing too bad. Let's just sort of stretch this just out. Just stretch it out. Like, so I was, I was, <laughs> I was, stress fracture. I was there uh, on the beach giving, yeah. it, give, give, giving it all this, going, okay, this, this will be good. And Clayton was out there. And it, it wasn't a day where I was being coached. Me and Clayton were just out having a surf. I decided I decided that I would paddle back out so I could swim up to so I could paddle up to Clayton and to ask him why I didn't make the drop. It was just one thing I wanted to know was what I did wrong when in, in the takeoff because I honestly thought I had it nailed. And Clayton goes, "I think you might need to go in because I'd hit the sand. I had like a sand rash on my head and like a bit of blood coming down." And Clayton goes, "I think you need to go in." So I ended up um, paddling back in. But, but then you'll 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 love this. So I a little bit silly again. I ride a little moped to get to get around here on the Gold Coast. Clayton was Doesn't like, surprise me at all. Like, let me drive you home. Clayton was going, let me drive you home. I was like, no, 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 I'm absolutely fine. I'm fine. I've, I haven't done any damage. Let, let me drive you home. No, I'm absolutely fine. So I rode the moped home. So you first stuck a helmet on your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a little compression to this vertebral fracture? So, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think anything about this while riding home on the moped. So I, I got home on the moped and... Uh, Went in and said to my wife, oh, look, I think I've hurt my neck, so can I have some frozen peas? So I laid on the floor. You know the Thera guns? Yeah, bro, get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those out and started giving it in you the know, dude. My neck. Every, all clients and friends are like, oh, Thera guns. I'm like, yeah, don't use it on your neck. <laughs> oh. Everybody had to, like, first thing out of my mouth, and we're like, what's up with the Thera guns? I'm like, they're rad, don't use it on your neck. Okay, yeah, I was, I was, I had a maximum setting pushing it in as hard as I could. Didn't the doctor say you got con uh, concussed? Yeah, so I, I, I yeah, sure, so I, yeah, I suffered so with a with a pretty severe concussion. concussion. You passed out as well. Yeah, yeah, it's all you good. shouldn't really it's all good. do. Anyway, so yeah, so that's kind of answered that that little question. We've already had some some. We got we got BA. I would also say to him, well, whiplash. Not he says it's an uncommon, it's not an uncommon thing for me nowadays. Um, more, yeah. First whiplash is the precursor to all your follow-up 
whiplashes, it's because you've got an unstable cervical spine. Um, super, super common. My really bad one from Let's HT is... An, an unstable cervical spine. Uh, yeah, so, so the, the muscles stabilizing those yeah. vertebrae. Um, so think, think, so like me getting you to sit upright, yep. right? So if like somebody's like this all the time, the, 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 the core of the neck, yep. it's not in an ideal position. So if I'm here for the last decade, certain things are not necessarily in the right position or potentially as strong as they might need to be. Yep. So basically the core, if he's, if it's not an uncommon thing for him, the core of his neck isn't as strong as it ought to be. Okay. And so... Yours, you will need to go through some cervical spine rehab yep. to get those muscle. It's think of core, put it on your neck. These deep muscles on the vertebral spine. Yeah. So, 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 just so we can get a little bit of a takeaway here. So, for anybody who is worried about their about their neck, what should and and without sort of giving the exercises or anything like that, what should somebody do if they are somebody that suffers with with whiplash a bit? Like, let's have a takeaway here. Like, what what can that person do? Get it checked out by a professional. So have okay. somebody check your neck out. Because if I, I can't, there's no concrete, because if a cervical stenosis would be very different in terms of treatment than a cervical disc herniation. Okay. So who knows what this guy's ultimate issue may what did be? You just say? Stenosis versus a disc herniation, different pathologies. So, like, it, something is wrong with the spine. The okay, thanks. Dude, I thought, <laughs> Stenosis. I, thought, I thought my brain was starting to malfunction yeah. again. I was like, what words are these? There, there's not like, with necks, there's not what, I would say start working on, I won't say like excessive posture, but think of like good alignment. Start getting things, foundation training is good for this. Eldoas are good for this. But um, if somebody has a pre-existing neck issue, get it looked at by some type of professional because there are specifics that would be have to dealt with in a very specific way. Okay. What might work for one thing won't work for another. So okay. Chris, I'll probably want to jump in here and say that on the boat trips that we've been on, mm. from the first boat trip to say the last one we had last year in March, we've there's almost been a trend that's been happening that from what we've seen in the people in the boat trips. And it's the kind of the people that work office jobs like on computers, sure. office, rounded shoulders even when they surf it almost looks like they're standing on their board like still at the desk yeah they actually bend from the back they don't bend from the knees yeah the hands are left right they, they, their postures aren't great for sure and we spend most of the time well, well you out of the water are trying to just get the alignment right and me in the water i'm trying to get the joints to basically just stacked right stacked <coughs> work the right way <coughs> so uh, I guess I think then those people would be a lot more susceptible to, to injury. It comes, you have some worlds, some some aspects of the world of rehab saying posture doesn't matter. I think that's total bullshit. Like it, the very the basis of it, like car tire alignment. What happens if your cars are out of bad alignment and you're putting hard RPMs and torque through it? Like something is going to essentially mm. break down sooner yep. or later. Yep. Surfing. Let's not even talk about surfing. We always allude to a golf swing. Imagine the worst posture possible and do a golf swing versus nice, upright, tall, pro golfer golf swing. Which one is which one looks more painful versus not painful, yeah. deteriorating joints? It's that simple. Yeah. It's that's so surfing, three-dimensional, I'm extending, I'm compressing, I'm paddling and being upright, like all this movement. 
there, there needs well, to be a every single surfer with good style actually moves more fluid and they have better posture too yeah um i think back to when i was a kid and i look at the photos i was standing side on more in like a squat position yeah and i've torn both cartilages in my knee and both knees and then as i've got older um i'm not nearly as flexible but i'm surfing more front on so that my yeah. knees bend where they should be bending yeah and um i have way less injury yeah so i can feel it going into my later years of my surfing that i'm actually surfing better i think you're a really good example of being so skilled that you're able to easily work around your body's limitations being lack of range of motion in certain areas but you're also so skilled that you surf soft in a sense like you're yeah. I over try over like force whereas you're the technique is there and you know how to put yourself in a the ideal position to where things just work. Whereas most people are maybe taking joints that don't move that well and putting too much force in faulty positions and so things start to so look So, funny bad. thing, I, tr I went to some kickboxing to start learning how to move my body more efficiently and just to train yeah. healthier. And um, the guy, Michael, that was doing some training with me, I only lasted two months and I gave up, I was too sore. But he said, you never punch at 100%. Yeah. Like you, if you did that, you would never last the three rounds. No. Um, and you, you definitely don't hold tension in your body. You've got to relax. And so that got my head thinking around surfing. Um, on certain waves, the amount of energy that the waves pushing back at you, you, you kind of want to match and work with that energy. Sure. If you overpower it, <coughs> you might blow your tail out the back, or you may stall. Mm. Likewise, if you sort of underturn, the board won't rotate enough. So it's about matching the wave's energy with your energy. So there's the finesse, like knowing when to apply tension, back off tension immediately. Like yeah. athletes, boxers are a really good example of it. Quick contraction and then it's full speed. They're not like full slow torquing out a punch. It's this quick high speed bump, contraction. It's loose. Far out, the wind off of that punch. <laughs> Good job, Careful, bro. I could have hurt my neck then. <laughs> This is what the guy said to me is that anybody can punch it there 100%. Yeah. But can they punch at 80? Can they punch at 60? Yeah, the spectrum. Yeah, so um, when he was training me on kicking, he was like, okay, kick at 30. Yeah. And do 20 of those, but I want your technique on point. Now ramp it up to 40. So he was more about getting good technique, and through repetition, you'd build the muscle yeah. to build the speed and the power. It's like on surf trips too sometimes where we'll even instruct people to like, overcook a turn and not necessarily too strong so you know often when you're like look twist and they're only twisting here but they think they're twisting to here and yeah. so you finally have to say look i need you to twist 200 percent just so they finally feel the actual far spectrum so then they can dial it back a bit so what you're saying there is in their mental imagery of how they're surfing yeah they think they are doing this grand turn but in actual fact, they're not. No. And when they see the video of it, they're like, did you get my good wave? And they go, yeah, yeah, that's it. And they're like, no, it's not. They go, yeah, it is. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my surfing looks like shit. Yeah. So how come they don't know what their bodies are doing? Yeah. I think part of it is lack of visual. Most people haven't seen themselves surf. They're yeah. only going off of feeling. Yep. And... 
innate feeling is wrong. Not that's not the right word. What you're feeling in terms of the spectrum of surfing, if you're in that intermediate beginner level, what you're feeling might not be at all right. So they've never even felt what right actually is or correct. So to them, what they're feeling, they're like, yeah, I'm shredding. (laughs) But because they haven't felt what is an actual optimal position or an optimal turn or an optimal torque. So finally they see it visually and they're like, oh yeah, okay. And then in terms of your programs or surf trips, you're trying to get them to actually feel it. But they need to feel that spectrum because once you so, feel, you can repeat. You're gonna laugh at me, okay? But I was in gym this week, and I don't do gym. <laughs> I hate it. But the guy <laughs> made me do it. He made me do a Turkish squat. A oh, Turkish what? squat. So I had. Oh, a, a we, Turkish... haven't got the, we haven't got the right camera angle set up for this. <laughs> so I had the. I was standing, and you have this thing over here. Yeah. You don't bend your knees. You you actually. A Romanian. Romanian deadlift. deadlift. That's yeah. it. I was yeah. close. Turkish country. Romanian deadlift. Turkish is a name, just not with don't, squat. Don't yeah, do gym yeah, yeah. or geography, yeah. quite clearly. <laughs> yes. I just I'm only a surf nerd, I don't do the other crap. But my, my point being is that he was trying to get me to do it right and I didn't know which muscles to activate to get the thing right. Yeah. He pretty much wanted me what are these things called? Lats. Lats. So I had to push the bar against my leg. Yeah. And when I did that, I activated my lats. And then he's got there, that's the technique. Yeah. And um, he was telling me to, to keep the bar against my legs. But when I actually pushed it against the legs and I felt the, the lat work, then that felt better. Sure. And because, you know, I've got my shoulder, shoulder injury yeah. I'm trying to do. My point being is that I was doing stuff and he was going, no, you're not doing it right. Something's wrong, something's wrong. But when I knew what muscle to activate, I knew what that particular... Um, task was sure and I think in surfing because you don't like I had a, a, a what's it called a personal trainer or whatever the dude is telling me to try and do that one thing but he couldn't even tell me that what muscle group to do mm. but when I finally got it right I switched on I could do that movement for you're, like 20 reps you're really body aware like more so than mm. so again like in, you'd see this with clients Whenever we have, you have this range, people that are really non-body aware versus like, show me once and I can do it. And so you're really body aware. So once you would feel things, as soon as you felt it, it's easier for then you to embody it and replicate it. Again, that carries over to surfing. That's why some people are just harder at kind of picking that stuff up than others, I think. But yeah, as soon as you felt it and felt that firing pattern and the activation, then it's the ability to repeat. That's why the dry land surf training is so relevant. So you've said when people feel it a number of times now, whether that be in the gym, whether that be turning for, for, for surfing or whatever, but this, this whole idea of feeling it. So my, I, I suppose the, 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 the dilemma that my brain goes into here is if you've never felt it before, how do you know what you're looking to feel? So <clears throat> how, how do we know? Because you could go, yeah, that felt really good, but then that's not what you were meant to be feeling. Growing up, I bet you and all your little surf buddies watched heaps of surf videos, surfed together and talked shit with each other and like trying to emulate your favorite surfers. And then being yes. with friends, they'd say, yeah, that was good. That, that was not- like so and so. That's that it. That looked like Aki. That looked So yeah. kids via repetition and visual reference points, that's how they do it over the breadth of a young child's yeah. surf lifetime. Whereas adults, 
I mean, we consume surf videos very differently now than we did like 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. And maybe they're not surfing with buddies anymore and they're not getting visual references and visual feedbacks. And so they haven't felt... The surfing from 10, 20 years ago was more good foundation surfing. Where now people are just racing in front of us days. Yeah. So a lot of the foundation, like you aren't actually seeing it. So yeah. It does make it a bit more difficult to pick up on some of the better technique. And your question gets to the point of why surfing can be such a steep ladder of skill acquisition because exactly like if I've never felt it before and I don't know how to do it and I don't know what it looks like, how am I supposed to feel it? So that's where the dry land stuff comes in. And then in the water, if you have visual feedback or a buddy was like, man, that thing was sick. You felt it. You can then start trying to chase that again. So I suppose, and then this, kind of goes into, I don't know if it goes into woo-woo land or whatever, but that feeling then, so is the feeling something that you're always, that you're never going to feel? Because whatever you then feel, there's always something that you're going to feel next. So when you very I first- there's something to tweak next. So, like, so when you very first started surfing, that first time you stood up, and I, I saw a friend the other day and his kid went for a surf lesson, you could see that look in his face. And I was like, okay, that kid's just got the feeling of surfing, yeah. but now there's going to be a new feeling that he's chasing. So is that, that feeling, no, it's only a second feeling. Is it always? It starts to build the, the deep confidence in you, which mm. allows you to level up and take on uh, a more daunting challenge. But, but are we always chasing a new thing? So, yeah. like, you go, "This is my idea of perfection," and once you reach that level of perfection in anything in life, you then just go, "Do you know what? I want that now," and it and it steps and, up a level. And then, yeah, for sure, and then becomes refinement, like. And then could I do this with less force? Could I do this deeper? Could I do this? Like there's this constant, okay, I've felt it. Can I repeat it? Okay, I've done it enough times to where I can repeat it pretty effortlessly. So now let's make it better. Let's tweak it. Let's yeah. refine it. More stylish. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I, I, I think it's fascinating because it's really hard to explain because you can't really okay, tell so somebody. Let's, let's think about your body surfing. So I said, Ant, have you ever body surfed before? And you're like, no, not really. And then... The first time you felt that wave lift you up and pull you along, right? You were pumped. You're like that kid with the lights on, yeah. eyes beaming, okay? Fast forward two months, you're now doing under the water dolphin stuff. Yeah. You're, um, you're doing barrel rolls. Yep. You're bottom turning, you're getting barreled, all of that body surfing. Okay, so the feeling's there, but what's happening now, you've actually started to slow time down, okay? And you're starting to focus more on um, style, more turns. So I actually think that in the moment, time's expanding. Yeah. And you, you're starting to play more. Yeah. <clears throat> play. And you have the ability to tweak and think and consider things. Where like I can be in the less of a capacity than him or somebody that serves more efficiently, but you get to the point where you can be mid-maneuver and be thinking about things and tweaking things. Where somebody that's never done that maneuver before is just going into it, just trying yeah. to only do one thing. Whereas as that progresses, you time flows down because you are comfortable in that environment. You can perceive, you can relax, you can think rather than just thinking, holy shit, this yeah. is like... Okay. I just smiled. I was at Macaroni's. I was a really nice day and there were some barrels. So I remember being in a barrel and seeing Chris paddling over <laughs> and he's like stoked for me but jealous at the same time. <laughs> And I went like this, and like, peace on, and just kept <laughs> barrel riding. And like, likewise, he'll get a barrel that HT's in front of me, and I'll be going, oh, you bastard. And he's just like, like you've actually got time inside yeah. of that vortex to actually smile at Chris and like. 
Whereas the it's, first time you're getting pitted, all your like it's too much information. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's happening. Oh, it just <laughs> happened. Like, yeah. whereas then repetition, you're comfortable in that environment. You can think. You can perceive. Like a pro level boxer. Like look at what they're doing in or an MMA fighter. Like mm. the the skill set they have and the things they can consider and perceive and react to in split second. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We've got. We've got. Well, well, there's a lot going on inside the chat box here. Uh, we've got a couple of questions. I'll come back to the questions inside the chat box in a minute. I just want to go through uh, a quick couple of things that came up in the group. So if I can get it to move. Here we go. Here we go. So there's a couple of videos that came through. Now, we're not going to do too much actual analysis of people surfing this week. But let's... This one I thought would be a real good one to... To quickly look at let me bring this up so who in this group lifts weights if so what's your programming like do you train specifically to surf better for surfing now this is where like, you've got so much knowledge like hang on i want to tell a little story okay, hang, hang on <laughs> so, um, we're gonna go big hang on we're gonna go big so the first time i met chris um i went to my friend pete stanton's gym and we pete yeah pete's on surf hacks so um, I did a oh, yeah. I did a chat Pete, on Peter Stanton. He's here. Look, yeah, <laughs> So Pete ran a gym in uh, West Burley. Pete's a legend and still at Burley CMBT Training Center. Legit gym if you're out there. Check it out in Burley. What was yeah, that again? C CMBT Combat. Yeah. CMBT Gym yeah, in they're, Burley. They're in Varsity. Great gym. Yeah. Varsity. Yeah. So um, yeah, with Pete we stopped. We first did my first um, surf skate training with. Pete, and that was probably, it must have been eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a long time wow. ago. Yeah, um, but I first met uh, Chris, and he had this beard, and he had muscles. He was just like, he was buff. He was, Bro, I still got No, no, no. He had way more muscle than that. <laughs> he was like super buff. I was a bit like nervous. a grunter. Like a, like a like big grunty. Guy. I would have been heavier for he sure. He was just yeah. like neck and like, like okay. solid. And then um, he gave a talk on. How heavy were you at that point? In kilograms? Oh, I don't know. Okay. 80 plus? Uh, well, close I'm, to 80. I'm, I'm 86. I'm probably 72 at the moment. I, I could have been at least like four or five kilos heavier yeah. of muscle. Anyway, um, in a nutshell, it looks like you've you've kind of slimmed down. Yeah. But when I first met you, you are very heavy and you used to stomp your board. And yeah. like that very first coaching session I did with you, um, I was pretty much telling you that you're almost pushing... Too hard. Sinking your board and overcooking. Because again, like from an athletic background, not knowing what kind of surfing really was, like athletically, I could just power through things and force through things and didn't understand, hadn't got to the point of finessing surfing at all. So yeah, just so how, long, how long had you been surfing for before you, before you two kind of joined up together? Oh, off and on for, I mean, I've been surfing off and on since I was like a teenager, but it wasn't really surfing a lot. Even through 20s, my 20s, it'd be like, I'd go live in Central America for like four months and then I'd go back to the States and not surf for like eight In Central months. America? Where? Costa Rica, Nicaragua, okay, all that yeah. stuff. Um, and it wasn't until I started surfing a lot more consistently when I was living in Australia again. So it would have been like 29, 30 mm -hmm. more consistently. And then it was working with him and then living in Indo for a while that kind of gave me the ability to really... I remember that out. we went down to Byron Bay with, with you and yeah. a mate. At Talos with yeah. the helmets. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and 
I think he's... I had a Hypto Crypto. I did. Yes. I had a Hypto oh. Crypto, man. <laughs> so you have to wear the helmets. Yeah. Hair. <sighs> the perfect hair. Yeah. Anyway. Um, my, my point being was that he was, he was a hell of a lot bigger. Now that he's slimmed down and his techniques improved, uh, yeah, he looks a hell of a lot more stylish. Like all the photos look really good. It's um, a lot less forced than I had initially thought. Like I, w I could force through turns rather than just like letting the board and the wave and yeah. reacting to things. Mm. So, come on, so, so, so coming back to this, so it was uh, the whole who in this group lift weights? If so, what's your programming like? Do you train specifically to better your surfing? What are your what's your advice around that land based training? Whether that be gym going to going to the gym or using own body. I, I know that. So you've got a whole app based around this. Haven't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. And that's so <clears throat> that app is Surf Strength Coach. So if someone goes into the surf app, Surf Athlete. Surf Athlete. So if you want to check that out, that's Surf Athlete. There's a free version. Clay's got stuff in there. There's a bunch of free content in yeah. there. And that's then awesome. paid programs. Yeah, yeah. I know that a lot of the people that uh, are on this evening. You <laughs> just got totally sidetracked yeah, like, by a beep on your laptop. Bing. It was Jeremy. It was Jeremy <laughs> ruining, up, ruining the flow was, of yeah. this conversation. Cheers, Jeremy. Thanks for that. Um, and I have a. So, a back to this, yeah? You're all doped up, man. <laughs> Back to this. So you want me to rant on this? Yeah, go, go. <laughs> Do we need to show them what it is? Do you need to hit a button? Or they no, know no, what we're no. talking about. No, okay. Please. Who uh, in this group's lift weights? So that's what we're talking about. This, okay. So stolen from a physiotherapist named Gray Cook, and I reference this in all my programs. Basically, is that a pyramid, a three-tiered pyramid. At the top of that pyramid is skill. So skill work, act like whatever sport. Why are you? Skill, right? I've had a request. I've had a request put in. What? From Jeremy. What is it? Can you please drink out of your cup? Drink out of my cup. Not that cup. Your Chris Mills cup. Oh, thank you. Told me it was here. <laughs> Hang on. If, if you hear a crash bang wallop, it's me tripping over everything because my peripheral vision. How about is I short. go get it? Yeah, you go and get it. Yeah. All right. Safer. So skill pyramid. You following? Yep. Skill three pyramid. tiers. Yep. Three tiers. Top is skill. That's dry land serve training, in the water skill development, mm -hmm. practicing a golf swing, whatever. Skill, yep. practice. Yep. Skill sits upon performance and movement. So movement, like how's your body move? Are your joints healthy? Yep. Baseline movement. On top of that, strength, power, endurance. These things support a skill. They okay. can either support a skill or detract from a skill. Okay. Any dry land fitness does not directly influence a skill. So if I do a squat, yep. I'm not gonna suddenly surf better. Right. What it could do is give me more durable knees, teach me how to load my body against gravity, yep. teach me how to force or create force and absorb force. Mm -hmm. Those things over time, smart training, whether it be endurance or strength or power or neck rehab, whatever, Give us a body that is more easily able to work on a skill. Okay. Okay. So in surfing, let's take the average 45-year-old surfer only gets to surf on weekends. What in his body is limiting his ability to practice his skill? There's probably really bad paddling endurance. He yep. might have bad posture. Maybe he had a knee reconstruction 
and maybe his hips can't move. <laughs> you, uh, do we on. need to do a close up? Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can get us to focus in. But Chris had a special cut made. Office machinery and business equipment cut. Doing uh, doing doing spirit spirit fingers. Look, <laughs> 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 no, no. this is a this is a magic coffee cup. He's casting a spell to the other side. I don't quite know what spell it is, but <laughs> check that out. Oh, if you shout out Fiona Peters photography, she yeah. took that photo. The perfect hair. Look at that. Look, you're even walking on water. How <laughs> <laughs> that, dude? That's Bali. You can even see the mountains in the background. That's down. That's at a hotel down on the Bukit. We'd always go to uh, do looks, buffet breakfast. That's amazing. So, it's like the vainest couple of this forty-five-year-old, right? He only surfs once a week. Yep. He wants to get better at surfing, but he's got really offset posture. His hips can't move. He doesn't have any endurance. Those things are going to limit him in the water potentially, yep. depending what type of surf environment. Is it a high intent, or is it a, like heaps of paddling, or is it just a casual two to three foot beach break where he just floats there? So anyways, he could have bodily issues that are limiting his ability to surf, perhaps limiting his ability to progress. Yep. So it's not about I'm doing surf fitness to suddenly improve my top turn. It's I'm doing fitness because I want my body to be physically capable of surfing. I don't want to go out there and have my low back limit my ability to surf. Yeah. That would irritate me to all hell. If I go surf like Cabarita six foot beach break and there's heaps of paddling and I get gassed out, that annoys the shit out of me. I don't want those, I don't want to be physically limited from being able to surf. Right. So, you know, strength training, weights, yeah, all that stuff can be implemented appropriately. It's just a matter of doing it smart and efficiently and in a way that carries over to the movement patterns of surfing. Okay. So it's just about keeping yourself capable. That's it. But surfers, a lot of people generically have this impression of training as 80s bodybuilder style training. I train often. Like, I'm not overly muscled up. Like, I'm 38 and I'm fitter than I am when I was, like, in my 20s, right. potentially. And so it's just about figuring out inputs of fitness and training that support whatever it is you want to do with okay. yourself. And so how can somebody create a program that's going to work for them? Get my app. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're trying to draw suddenly on like, you right now need something different than Clay might need. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They would have the same outcome. Like you're both, we need your hips to move. We need to somehow load your back muscles to prepare that for paddling. He might paddle a lot more than you. So maybe he's not as weak through the back extensor. Like his hips might not move as well as yours. So those yep. things... Generally speaking, the average client of mine is, let's say, a 40 to 60-year-old male surfer. They generally need to work on flexibility and mobility, so the ability to just move their joints appropriately. They usually have kind of bad cardio or bad paddling endurance and kind of inefficient cardio. So those things just help their ability to be in the water for okay. long periods. Um, could so, be some strength deficits. So do you think, and I'm, I'm, I'm coming at this from, from the average person's perspective here if i was to go right i'm gonna go and decide upon some exercises to do yeah to uh to improve my surfing i'd probably just choose a whole bunch of exercises but i i would now that i know what i know i reckon i'd probably choose the wrong exercises completely yeah. to do like i'd go and go oh, yeah, i'm gonna do some bicep curls, bicep curls. curls for the girls bro <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, get some. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 but what, I, what I'm saying though is, is how can we know what are the right exercises? Read my blog and follow my app. Okay, there you go. So it, the, the basis of it, you can chunk a sport into its relevant movement patterns. Right. So in surfing, paddling, we do a lot of that. So that's pulling. Um, a pop-up or a duck dive is pushing. So we need to have yep. some pushing movements. We need to have pulling movements. So various row variations, push-up variations. What are we doing with our lower body? A stance is kind of a lunge, kind of a squat. So you need to be able to squat. You need to be able to lunge. If we're looking at hip power, then you need to be able to do a Romanian deadlift, becoming kettlebell swing. There's, not, there's not things Turkish, in between well. that. Turkish, Turkish deadlifts. Tigers. Turkish deadlifts. That's really all you need. <laughs> Like I said, I don't go to gym, sorry. So, and then, you know, rotation, we need the ability to twist. So are we, and, and then you start adding load and force. So like paddling is more of an endurance capacity. So higher repetition movements, depending yep. on the individual. Um, lower body is a lot of force absorption. And so we start getting towards like body weight, jumping, plyometrics, lunge yep. jumping. Um, but there's smart ways of getting to that. like. If you had a knee reconstruction, you haven't trained in 20 years, you might just do slow squats for a while to build up some capacity. But those squats become jumps. Those jumps become repetitive jumps where I'm forcing and landing and absorbing yeah. force. Those start to become 360 degree jumps because we're surfers. We need to be coordinated. We need yeah. to be able to control our body in three dimensions. So yeah. it's this kind of progression. Does that make sense cool. from you being non-fitness? Yeah. But ultimately... Let's just just tell everyone to get so your blog. What about says your blog? Surfstrengthcoach.com. And if they get the app, if they get the Surf Athlete app, on, the got, blog posts are in there. I've which got a nice little button here. Surfstrengthcoach.com and YouTube channel has because it's it's pulling. You know, it's it's. I could sit here for two hours and talk about yeah. approaches to surf fitness, yeah. but it, people need to ultimately find out what works for them with some education around what might be optimal for somebody who has an interest in surfing. Yeah. Like um, standard, if you're still doing three sets of 10 of body parts, splits and legs today and abs and biceps tomorrow, it's probably not as beneficial as yeah. some other options may be. Okay, cool, cool. That's, um, what's going on here? Let's, let's see. Let's go into that pop-up. Yeah. I actually feel that this is probably one of the biggest problems that um, we're faced with uh, beginners and intermediate surfers is that um, <clears throat> a lot of them say that they've got pop-up issues. Yeah. yeah. Some of it is actually bodies that this. can't move. Can't move. Some of it's <clears throat> just technique. Yeah. And a lot of it's just inside their heads. Sure. Where um, there could be tension, stress, and they're just simply not looking where they're going. Yeah. So I think we we've got a, a wave. Oh, here, 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 here we go. So we got so we got James Kennedy. So this is from the Insiders Group. Let me bring this up now. Unfortunately, we haven't got coach's eye on this. So iPad up, and so we've got this this guy here, who is asking for a bit of feedback on his pop up, and it'd be cool. I think he ended up emailing me as well. Oh, yeah, did he? We, we have. I think so. I think both commented on. But so so we've got quite a lot here. But I but 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 looking at this. I think this is a really common kind of pop-up that, that you see a lot with people. Sure. We, we, we haven't got the wave pool. So I'm, I'm assuming this is the UK because that looks like the Bristol wave pool. And then we've got something there. Yeah, then we got right there as well. 
So funny, on every single pop-up, he stands so heavy on the back foot. Heavy. That's what I told him. That, it's really heavy. The nose just goes <clears throat> whoop, and it puts the brakes on. And part of it's because he says he, he doesn't get his front <laughs> foot into the right spot, so he has to go back foot heavy to reposition his front foot. And... So, what I'm coming away with that is that he's walking up left foot, left hand forward. So, um... He's almost doing a twist, putting all the weight onto the back foot. Yeah, yeah. So if he came up with the mm. left foot, right hand forward, um, he'd have a lot more pressure on the front foot and his momentum would want to travel. Sure. He, I actually responded to another guy. He sent me his video of a pop-up today and he was asking about like details of like, when do I pull my hands up? What point, what foot needs to hit mm. first beforehand? I was like, look, dude, all you need to think about is getting upright and so I told him just get your hands up is not as like, quickly can as I ask you a question there yeah so you want the person to go upright can you just say why if they're thinking of getting upright a it's gonna put them into a good surf stance and yep. suddenly and start weighting the board appropriately but if they think and I learned this from you if they start thinking of upright as if i'm trying to create momentum forward running forward he would immediately weight his front foot yeah so if he just gets upright by chest hand get the hands up not only is he going to make a little bit of space of his torso to get his front leg through but as soon as he gets up and the front foot hits it's going to put pressure onto the front of his board accelerating him rather than tail kind of stalling body so with that upright could you just um 20 seconds or so, just discuss stacking. What is stacking? Yeah, stacking. So <clears throat> this is appropriately stacked, right? It's Everything's kind of linear. I can put weight on it and it's stable. If I was to then put that into some contorted posture, if it was like an aluminum can and put weight on it, it would crumple. You just try to do that. Yeah, it would crumple. Yeah. That, Same thing as a balance. human skeletal system. Like if I'm nice and upright, I'm upright, I can move my joints appropriately, things are stacked where things can move. If I'm hunched and kind of staggered over, muscles are potentially too, they're tight, you're, you're stiff, you're tight. So am I correct in saying that when you surf, you almost want to use your skeletal system more than anything, your muscles, just when you stand up for better balance? You want to stand upright so that muscles are in more of a neutral position yep. so that they can then start to just contract appropriately around a joint for movement rather than here stiff all these back muscles suddenly need to hold it's, so it's just I see effortful. so many people stand up and go straight into this like slow down yeah super compressed yeah so you never see people walking around like that only if you want to jump for like a few split seconds they might compress and then extend sure but um, people surf just in this really like tight, um, all their muscles just bunched up and just contracted. Yeah. But they can't use it then for the twist or anything yeah. else. Yeah. And they, they, I think they're physically exhausted when they're surfing like that. Whereas if they just stood up taller, they'd have better balance and they'd have more flow. And then they could compress and extend if they wanted to. Sure. I'm actually getting more and more intrigued that if it would almost be cool over time to really start getting an idea of pro intermediate people having an issue with pop-ups versus like pros of what femur torso and body length ratios are 
Because we get, a, I get a lot of guys really tall, super long femurs. Like mm. it does alter mechanics of a pop up slightly of being able to get yeah. Yeah. really exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so so I am interested in like ratios of all of that. So I actually wanted to ask you tonight about frustrations because I get frustrated a lot. <laughs> There's certain individuals or body types whereby <laughs> not naming any names, but there are certain individuals. Just of really, body types. as soon as I see that body type, no, well, I'm after some coaching because I don't, body to, type. I don't know how to deal with it. But yeah, it's yeah. like the top half belongs to one person, the bottom half belongs to a different person. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. move. Yeah. symmetrically or, yeah. or together they're like they're completely different people yeah it's again like going back to like your body aware some people aren't like we call them almost like motor morons that like <laughs> motor wise <laughs> like they're, motor they're morons motor morons where there's just this disconnect to where i start being curious about what was their childhood movement development like like, did they crawl appropriately? Was some of their crawling stunted? Like, where well, you start developing upper body, lower right. body coordination. Babies that were um, cesareans, where they were pulled out of the stomach rather than sort of like squeezed out of the... I'm waiting for platonism to happen. Yeah, I was going to squeeze out of the what? Oh, squeeze out of the, the stork's mouth. Um, Pretty much cesareans because they, they there wasn't that shock to the system where they were squeezed and popped out. Hmm. A lot of the um, the nervous system wasn't switched on, and I think because of that, you get people that sort of like walk on their toes and they they have a few more issues. Whereas natural birth kids seem to move sometimes better. I have heard of something about the, the pressures doing something. I think with cerebrospinal fluid, and obviously there's the impact of back induction of bacteria yeah, to the child. That, that but yeah. And that, that pressure out whatever it is I think yeah yeah I mean I really think it when you get people that there's no awareness and connection I'm always like what sports did you play growing up did you crawl appropriately like how have you made it to this point in life <laughs> and but often like um, so you'd see it people that their sport was running or or marathons it's purely one-dimensional straightforward they usually yeah. have a hard time figuring out how to surf. Yeah, how to twist and lean and stuff. All the, the, the three-dimensional stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some people, there's just this brain-body connection. That's where, like, is, from a coaching perspective, it's hard because you have to start, like, rattling off, okay, are they kinesthetic? Do it, they, how do I get them to feel it? Do they need to see it? Like, it can be tough. What are you doing with my cup, bro? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Apparently, Clayton, they can't hear you very well. So ah, ah sorry. Just, just, oh, let's, just, let's squeeze in. I'm just trying to go through the comments a little bit here. What do we got? Um, okay, so we have got... <clears throat> let's let's go through through these quickly. So we've got a quick question here. Why did he call you Choma? Okay. No, I, I, I don't know. It's my, uh, it's, my, uh, it's, my, it's my other name. Your other name? Uh, so I, I don't... I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, is your neck okay, Chump? That's what I'm going to convert it as. Choma. <laughs> okay. Choma. Yes. You will forever be known to me as Choma. Choma. From now on. That's my new... Uh, I, was, I was quite happy with Mandoff, but never mind. We'll go with Choma instead. Uh, quick question. I've broken my leg a couple of times, so pretty poor... That word. Dorsiflexion. Yeah, that one. Uh, in my ankle. And really tight hip flexor on my back leg, which affects my ability to get into the best body position when on the way. What exercises should I be doing to help with this? So just real quick on that one there. Yeah, people 
always ask these type of questions that are impossible to answer because like if you have poor dorsiflexion and you've broken your leg multiple times, you need to get your ankle checked by a, a good physio or a chiropractor to right. see what is limiting your ankle. Like, is it a bone issue? I don't know. I've never assessed you. Um, which, and I have a tight hip flexor on my back. Okay, why is your hip flexor tight? It's because you're not using that glute appropriately. Is it because you didn't load that ankle appropriately and you're doing this weird leg swing for the last couple of years so that hip flexor is tight? I don't know. Like, so there's not a single exercise. I'd say like, Ankle, get it checked out. Make sure it's not a bony restriction. Then you can start working on various joint mobilizations. And then, I mean... I suppose, Chris, there's, there's surf coaches and there's surf coaches. There's, there's guys who are like, yeah, that was right. And they're just like, they're like, happy surf coaches. That was a good session. Come back, give me money. And then there's surf coaches who You're ripping, bro. Help you. You're ripping. So I suppose in, in your world, there's this um, people that do it and then there's people like you who are very specific so i think this person needs to find someone like yourself in his area that can really help him and, and i know those are difficult to find well it'd be like somebody asking you okay you only via text you've never seen them you don't know how old they are you don't know what surfboard hey clay what surfboard should i get i don't fucking know uh, <laughs> like so not to discredit at all, but there's the human body is so <laughs> there's there's diverse, yeah. there could be a plethora of reasons that hip flexor is tight. So I would say if the hip flexor is tight, uh, stretch the hip flexor and then put some strength into it. Jack knives are usually a good place to start. Get your ankle checked by somebody that can make sure it's not a bony restriction. And then you can start working on some type of joint mobilizations yeah. for the joint. Cool. Just changed the comment to this one here. Carlos, legend. Doing the pop-up program to rewire my pop-up now that I'm getting older. Love the app. So this one I want to bring up because we've had quite a few times. This 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 community is growing and it's growing fast. We're now up to four thousand. Awesome work, guys, uh, in the community. Thanks for uh, spreading the word. That is amazing. We, we have quite a lot of people sometimes say, "Copy cup." What, what do you mean, copy cup? So Carlos has said. The coffee cup, though, has been an absolute game changer. Just very quickly, what is a coffee cup? How can people learn about the coffee cup? Because it was a, it was a game changer for me. This whole coffee cup thing is, is, is amazing. Just go into that a little bit, and I'm going to go through the other comments. So it's, it's not just something that we sort of like spitballed and just went, okay, we'll just use this. Um, Chris and I, like on a boat trip, there's some downtime because yeah. um, you're either traveling from one spot to the next spot or the wind came up or, or whatever. So... We got talking about spinal engines and and how, how the body works. Yeah. And then we're also like, well, where does power come from? It comes from twists. So if you surf with your left foot forward and your left hand forward, you're basically side on and you can't see where you're going. So by putting your left foot but your right hand forward, the way we walk, it's more of a natural movement. Yeah. And from that position, there's less stress on the joints and the joints can move better, and you, your surfing can be more explosive. Now, added to having that um, left foot, right hand forward, if you're a natural foot surfer, whenever you were a kid learning how to make a cup of coffee for your folks, or tea, whatever it was, you learned by keeping this arm level and not spilling any water, you had really good balance. So simply by taking off a wave and doing the same thing you did as a kid, and pretending you got a cup of water in your hand, your balance is going to be fantastic on the board. Mm. 
So it's a simple balance hack um, where some people, like we said, it's like your top and bottom are disjointed. Yeah. You're pushing on the foot, the hands are just like, I don't know, the funny balloon at a car. Yeah, balloon man. Balloon yeah. man. Yeah. So, so we do want hand-eye coordination. And, and that coffee cup, I think, it gets people orienting their rear so like clay getting them front on it's that reciprocal crossbody pattern but it gets their front arm or their rear arm where it needs to be rather than just flailing flailing behind yeah. the whole time which is throwing all inertia the wrong direction nice nice <laughs> got... very english what oh um this is i like this just because it's Romantic Surfers TV. I've oh, wow! Romantic Surfers TV. From, well, that's a, from South I'm kind Korea. of intrigued as to what Romantic Surfers TV I was going to wear black, but I purposely went for grey, so you didn't look like the Three Musketeers. <laughs> <laughs> romantic Surfers TV. Okay, yeah. Uh, Paul Hickson, Chris Mills, Surf Athlete app is great. Thanks, bro. Uh, big Thanks, up to, mate. Okay, here we go. Big up to Chris. Good to see him laughing and smiling. Grateful for him keeping Surf Strength Coach going. You're talking the greatest report. Re, you are the all the greatest resource for surf tra to surf training. Thanks, Rain. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Oh, love coming in. Okay, now this. Okay, this comes into something that we kind of just. I don't know. Why I'm whispering. Everyone's going to hear. This is. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of what you wanted to go down tonight because. Yeah. So obviously, I've got this collar on. I'm now in a position where I'm. Not, I've, I've been told that I can't surf for six months. Clayton in, I don't, I don't think that we've actually announced this to the group yet. No, it's not, but I'm not Chris. stoned. I've got trigiums. So I I wasn't going to talk about you being we stoned at all. We were before we got on here. You just go wherever you I brought go. over the dope. Hang on a this is He's not on painkillers. He's just really high. No, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a proper chummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, on the 10th of February, I gotta go get my left pterygium removed, which means I can't surf for three months. Yeah. So um, I think that's kind of sent us down that wormhole where you're gonna be out of the water, I'm gonna be out of the water, the only one surfing gonna be Chris. But Shredding. it's kind of those curveballs that life mm. throws at you. I still wanna surf, I don't wanna lose any of my, um, my current ability, I don't wanna lose any flexibility, not that I have any. But um, I kind of, when I do go back to surfing, I kind of want to pick off where yeah. where I started, where I left. Yeah. So, so this comment that's come in is any training tips for isolation. So, yes. The the reason why this is a really good topic to look at tonight is because obviously there is so much training that, that you um, that you train people in that they do on land, not just in the water. So we've got. People like myself, they might be injured. You've got Clayton that's about to go in for, for some surgery. You've got people over in the UK that are in huge lockdown now yeah. because of the whole coronavirus. So we're in this position where we can't travel around the world. We can't go to these amazing breaks. In some places, we can't even get to the, we can't even get sure. to the beach to go yeah, surfing. Yeah, yeah. So what can people do to still keep their surfing going, to, I suppose, maintain sanity as well during this time when you can't get to the beach? So... Let's explore that for a bit, because I think that would be super valuable, so relevant as well at the moment, just with everything that's going on. Uh, Chris, do, yeah. do you want to, well, I want to, okay, let me say it. There was a study with basketball players where some of them actually visualized shooting hoops. Yeah. Some of them physically mm -hmm. shot the hoops and some of them just did bugger all. Yeah. 
and I think the ones that visualized improved just as much as the ones that actually shot the hoops. You know, it's funnily enough, man, I'm reading a new book, and that exact study was referenced in the book yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's cited across mm. a lot of, like, visualization. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, you're putting information into the nervous system. Like, yeah. it, it, why non-professional athletes don't do visualization is ridiculous. All pro yeah. level guys do across the spectrum, like even yeah. not even just sports, but CEOs and yeah. public speaking and yeah. all that uses visualization. Who was that swimmer that broke? Is it Mark Phelps or whatever? M Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. Yeah. Didn't he use visualization that he used to even swim in the dark? And in the one race, uh, his goggles actually came off and he couldn't see and he just, he just kept swimming. It out. And he had swum and visualized it so many times that he knew how many strokes were taken to get there. Mm. So um, he, I think he won that race. Yeah. And he used visualization extensively. Yeah. So, so, so this is an area that really fascinates me, just with the, just with the nature of what I do and the whole mindset thing is something that I've I've really been interested in. It was something that I wanted to dive into. Now that this has happened, I'm going to dive into it a lot more. And I know that you all like this because I'm pretty sure that that, that that we had a quick conversation about this. Andrew Huberman, I think it is. Yeah. And how. The way that we learn, especially as we get a bit older, the way that we learn is a two-step process, and that is it's a repetition, uh, which, which I suppose installs the, the movement and the action, but the actual learning comes from the moment of stillness, that moment of, sure. of, of almost when, you're, when you, your subconscious then starts to absorb it. So what I'm interested in is can we take something like your perfect pop-up training, the, the surf skate training, the cobbles, can we take those things and then go into a, so we repeat them over and over and over again. And then c could we go through a guided meditation or a guided visualization yeah. that's then gonna install those? Sure. I'm, like you want us to do it right now or you're asking me if they people should? For sure. No, no. Wow, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, so it's, it's, it's something that really fascinates me. And so I'm almost gonna use myself as a guinea pig to see how much it affects me when I get back into surfing in six months time. Yeah. but. What are your thoughts on that? Because somebody else put, put in, in the comments earlier on put visualization is, is such a big thing. I know that you put up a picture the other day or maybe it was earlier on today and it was somewhere and it was a left-hander and you said, oh man, mind surfing this right now. And apparently like it's, a, we'll chat about it. Yeah, I figured out where it is. Apparently it's, it's, it's quite a lot of people on. so hard to surf, like almost impossible. Really? Yeah, yeah, but anyways, it looks incredible. Yeah, the whole visualization thing, like, Absolutely. Okay. When I'm in the water, I will sit there and try to think about things and visualize and feel things like all the time. If you like ever see me at like, I'll be doing like this, like mind you, I'm not doing the full movement, but in my head, I'm like trying to feel something over and over and over. Okay. So yeah, absolutely. So, so, so mind surfing is a real good way. And that's, that's, that's through visualization. And I mean, is, is that something which, which you're, which you teach or, or no. not yet? No, nothing that you teach yet. Okay, but but you've done it. But for you've it. yeah, well, I just kind of copy and paste. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. source what yeah. something else did, and I just sort of inserted things that I wanted in that. Yeah. But it's not something I'm professional at. Where I think Ant, you've studied a bit of this. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So I'm trained in NLP. So I'm wondering what I can bring through from hypnosis so and NLP. So everything I've, because I've been introduced to NLP, and like I've read. What I've kind of just distilled it all down to is people need to get into a place where they can 
really calm down their body. Do a couple minutes of slow breathing, bring everything down, chill out the nervous system. And that I'm sure with your NLP background, you could spice this up all sorts. But as soon as you can get into a really calm and relaxed state, really pick one movement, whatever it is for somebody, and just exquisitely go over those details feel it see it what does it look yeah. like what like the details so you're sending as much information to yeah. the nervous system as possible the nervous system is like yeah this is what i'm doing it's not differentiating from the fact you're just laying there not doing it yeah. versus doing it it's doing it yeah so as detailed I, as I possible really weird thing i don't even know if this comes into it but i had a car accident once and um I kept visualizing the car accident over and over and over again. And I didn't remember the sound, but the colors were very, very vibrant. Mm. And I, like everything happened in slow motion. So when you said that exquisite detail, yeah, my mind recorded that accident in exquisite detail and it played it back to me again and again and again yeah. and again. And I almost feel like that's kind of the... The stuff that you want to do with this that's exactly why you can like look at me and smile and give me a peace sign from inside of a barrel because your brain is like in a car accident right like they talk about like your brain kind of pulls data as if it's photographs and suddenly you're in a car accident and it pulls like let's say it normally pulls this number is not correct but like 10 photographs per second but then yeah. you're in a car accident and it bumps that up to a hundred photographs per second GoPro. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So same thing. Like suddenly you're in a, a barrel, but you're comfortable. But your your nervous system is well, that's able what I say, to time take all slows that down in the barrel because yeah, you, you're processing yeah. a lot more. But you're more relaxed and you're focusing just on that one thing. You have yeah. not too many thoughts in your head. Yeah. So you got to slow it down. Mm. Um, explain it exquisitively. 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 Yeah. Chama. Yeah, that one. <laughs> So, but so in saying that though, and the, just purely the fact that you mentioned uh, having a car accident, I, some, I see the huge value in in the whole mind surfing side of things, and the the other side of the, the flip side of that as well is like you were saying that you remember that in ex, in extreme detail. So today, yeah, that happened fifteen years ago. But then we also have to be careful as to what we're actually visualizing, mm -hmm. because if you, if you start visualizing everything going wrong when you're out surfing, like. Like we've, we've had a few people comment, I'm, I'm worried about going out back and like the, the, those barreling waves. But if you're starting to visualize like the horrors that could happen, then you're installing that sure. into your nervous system, which then means yeah. that you will end up as soon as you stand up because you, you visualize that you're going to fall, you're going to end up falling. Yeah. So it's so important that we, that we are really careful as to what we visualize. So anyway, coming back to the original question. So we've got visualization, which is something that we can do in isolation or when, when, when we can't surf, what else can we do? Surf skate, for sure. Like if we're talking about specifically like how can I yeah. keep myself capable of surfing? That's a thing for a few ideas. So you're in isolation, you can't get to the water. If I was in isolation, like couldn't leave the house really yeah. for the next couple of months or injury or whatever, couldn't surf, breath work, for sure, just because I like breath work. Mm -hmm. You're aware of the yeah, implications yeah. of it now, but. Um, you actually reading a book called Breathe. So yes. like Everybody should like read it. Like it's, yeah, it's yeah. good because what he has done I've been saying this shit to people for years. And until Breath came out or Wim Hof came out, nobody cared. Yeah. So it's such a good book. He has coalesced everything that's relevant. Yeah. And now people can listen to it on Audible. So I'd be doing breath work. I'd be doing some type of mobility work. So for some people, that could be yoga. That could be, I mean, there's a spectrum of things there. And then I'd be doing some type of strength training or cardio. And so you've got skill work. On your work. app, funnily enough. 
Or <laughs> you need push-ups and a pull-up bar. Or go out, like, it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be overly detailed in a sense, right? right. Just some fundamentals. Yeah. And you know how you mentioned that on the um, visualization, yeah. if you visualize bad stuff, that will become sort of like a yeah. reality. Well, likewise with the surfscape, you said surfscape. Yeah, yeah. If you train wiggling across the street, that's going to sort of come to the forefront of your surfing too. Yeah. So yeah. you got to be careful what you train because what can you we see your surfscape wiggle? Come on, man. we can do better than come that. On. Hang on, <laughs> we can do better than that. Anthony is here with his iPad. Um, oh, you better come through now, man. Yeah. You don't you worry. Would you be happy with... Is it on the screen? It will be in a minute. Okay. Anyway, let's go. Oh, there's, there's a lady this... doing a bit of a wiggle there. Just, I don't know if she does. Yeah, here, here we go. Now, we picked on her before. I apologize again. If you are part of the community, then, then you, we do genuinely do this out of love. Okay, here we go. Let's bring it up. So don't, don't practice this wiggle. This show is brought to you by Don't Do It. <laughs> As opposed to just to... But she's having fun. She is. She's I, having fun. I, I, th yeah. I think this is where that's the wiggle comes into play. Oh, no, that's not the wiggle. So it's when they try to generate but, speed. But, but look, classic back arm. Yeah, get the, where's the coffee cup? Oh, she looked like she was about to eat it. <laughs> she's so close to eating it. Yeah. Good for her, though. Get some. Get it, girl. Get some. <laughs> uh, it, didn't, it didn't quite have the wiggle that I was hoping for. But... Um, yeah, it looks good. She didn't fall. Good on her. I thought she was about to eat it for sure. Oh, hang on. She's not too bad. That that's so you guys see the back arm. That is not a coffee cup. And then see how the the top oh, and bottom don't talk to each other. Looks like it's a little bit glitchy coming through. Sorry if if it's glitching okay. for you. I'm sorry. And she's learning poo man. So she's going to go out surfing and have the best poo man with her butt sticking out. Yeah, it's reinforcing. Let's yeah, take it away because it's using the <clears throat> screen up yeah. for some reason. All right, I didn't have the wiggle. So I think, I mean, enough. you know, lockdowns, take the emotional act. Like, it's fucking terrible. It's depressing. It's probably an emotional black hole for a lot of people. But it is an opportunity. Like, for you not being able to surf for a couple of weeks, you can shore some other stuff up. Train. Get some fit. Work on your hip mobility that's been terrible yeah, for years. That's like, actually what I have been doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's just an opportunity to... Uh, to you can To level up. NLP it into an opportunity for growth. All right. I'm just level like, up. I'm just looking at this comment here. Someone's someone's being very caring of me. Thank you. Matt Jungblut. Uh, Jungblut. Oh, Matt. Yeah. What's doing with that guy's neck breaks? No surfing for him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Choma, Choma is uh, is doing my best impression of a, of a licorice all sort. Thank you very much. Uh, we've got morning from the UK. We were just mentioning the UK. Uh, whoever whoever you are, Facebook user, hope that you are staying safe over there. Uh, oh, here we go. You two could collab on this. What are the chances of a surf training class on the Gold Coast? I just ran like a six or eight week class in Kira. You missed finished. it. You missed it, bro. Hit me up on Instagram. I might be doing some stuff before. Uh, hit Something. me, hit me up on Instagram. When, when, are, when are you going up? Maybe we do another little weekend. Uh, yeah, we we should. We could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little kind of weekend thing. All right. Don't comment below here. What I'll do is I'll put a post up afterwards, and if you would be interested in a what like a one day thing or something, you could do like a bit of surf skate, bit of bit of stuff in the sea. I, I almost want to do like a one day um, Hardy train at home with. 
all the stuff that we do. It'd be cool. Do some skate stuff. Do yeah. some body stuff. Yeah, that could be cool. kind of like some do's and don'ts. How to train it. So don't um, don't put anything underneath this video. I'll put up a separate um, thing within the group, and if we get enough votes, then these guys will sort that out. Yeah. Andy Hewitt, high rep, okay. could be 20, 30, 40, 100 reps. Some shoulder stuff for people, I have them do 100 rep sets. It depends the time under tension. This is where you get under nuances of things. Like it depends what type of physiologic effect you're trying to have within the muscle tissue. So if you do 20 reps, but each rep is only one second, that's only 20 seconds of tension. Whereas if I suddenly have you do 20 reps, but 10 second reps, that's 200 seconds of time under tension. So it's a very different physiologic response. Okay, this is, uh, I got no idea. Facebook user, this is a question for Chris. Dun, dun, dun. That is literally it. Okay. <laughs> Left us hanging. <laughs> no idea what okay, the question I got, is. I got a question for Chris. Okay, on all the boat trips that we go on, yeah. we, we were doing what, like two, three a year? Yeah. And land camps, whatever else. Yeah. What's your biggest frustration with surfers in the water? Um, I wish more of the surfers from my fit, fitness kind of perspective that now having run them, A, that they would, some of them have more physical capacity, like especially kind of paddling postural endurance thing, but then also now do stuff like the cardboard and BOSU programs just so they come onto the trip a step ahead in already doing some of the right things. Otherwise people come up on the trip and day one through five is like us just trying to get them not to do things rather yeah. than to do things. Mm. Yeah. So if they'd come just a bit more efficiently prepared with some better patterns in place and just get fit. If you're going on so, a trip, so if like they were familiar yeah. with good patterning. Yeah. It would be so much easier to implement it on a trip. hundred percent. Where it's almost like we're going, don't do that. And then oh, it's really hard to then implement the new pattern. If they already have some familiarity of just what you're asking of them, then it's going. Then it becomes refinement rather than yeah. just trying to get them to do it for the first time ever. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. So Andrew Moat, uh, pop-up program specific training is great. Phase three, Phase we three. need to make one, huh? Yeah. Uh, some, oh, a bit some, of shit talk to you. Some, some love going on from a necklace. Storm sprout clay. <laughs> what? I have no idea. There's some weird comments in here tonight. I, I think you lot have all been taking my painkillers. <laughs> okay, real, real. So we're, we're gonna go hard and fast now, okay? Yeah. Because we're at the hour and a quarter mark. So let's go hard and fast here. So, what exercises do you recommend to help you easily slide your feet under your chest when you pop up? If we're just talking exercise, one exercise, just go one exercise that would help with that. Fun, the the basic generic jackknives into the progressions of jackknives, single leg knife or jackknives, more power production, but start with jackknives. Oh, he wrote back. It's an ankle. Okay. The bone issue yeah. is an ankle. Hip flexor is more. Should I static stretches or specific? Uh, it depends why it's tight in the first place. A static stretch isn't going to create a lasting change in the tissue. It's just a a quick neurological intervention. So if you really want to make some change, you need to be doing more specific mobility movements where you're loading the tissue in a longer position. Um, you could look up, uh, look up hip flexor, pales rails, P-A-I-L-S, R-A-I-L-S. Feel like you're taking a stab at me, Chris. Someone feel, feels like you were, uh, I don't know what that was 
No, I don't think I am. Sorry. <laughs> no, we more, we more try to make fun of ourselves. Love, the, of you guys. love the love the crickets in the background. You can hear that as well. Me too. That'd be me trying to be funny at some point. Uh, or more critically, not spilling your beer on the dance floor. So that relates back to a coffee cup. We've got uh, rain. What do you think? Good of question. Movement training, such as locomotion slash animal movements. I thought it was like the yeah. It's a good question. Animal. It's becoming animal. like um, it's a thing at the moment. I think people do probably too much of it. Um, is it, is that the sort of I can't do it very well. All the crawling animal. patterns and yeah. stuff, and yeah. which can be is great. It, like it can DNS be great for it looks good. Part, DNS is like a very refined version, and then you yeah. crawl. Um, Used as a warm-up, maybe as some loading. It can be beneficial. I think it's getting overused. I just don't personally often crawl on my surfboard, so a lot of my training isn't crawling. Mind you, I have people crawl, but it's not an entire program. It might be five or a ten minute block, and then we get into things where we're actually controlling ourselves against gravity. But there is some crawling patterns legit. Forward locomotion, side locomotion, for sure. So a while back, <clears throat> we tried to do your forehand turn on a skate ramp. Yeah. And um, you were almost moving your hands across the ramp. Yeah. And I was asking for more of um, open the shoulder yeah. and, and do that movement. Yeah. Why am I saying this to you? I don't know, man. Don't ask me. Oh, it's just for, for sort of like patterning and training. So there isn't that movement in, in animal behavior where you no. can hit a tennis ball or pass a coffee cup or, or throw a punch. But it is a spin or a twist in surfing. Sure. So, um, where am I going with this again? Oh, you were moving in a certain pattern. Yeah. You had to then get some awareness before you could change the pattern. Yes. Right, so um, I think it was more up pointed in your back shoulder and I said, open this for me. Yes. Okay, whereas before you just thought it was like, oh, it's kind of like right. punch it through. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, it's, it's very much, uh, even if I was training with you and I wanted to build up my, what are these things called? Quads. Quads. If you went like this, yeah. every time I, I sort of did the thing, yeah. my brain would focus on that a hell of a lot more. Sure. So I, I guess what I'm saying is that people need to break down a movement. And this is what I've done really simply. It's just, that looks like someone's passing a cup of coffee. Yeah. What you've done metaphorically, like in analogies from surf into common patterns is brilliant. Like brilliant and it's what i think sets your coaching apart from a lot of other surf coaches because they already understand those patterns yeah because like honestly i was frustrated because as a coach i was going like do this and twist the hands and get up yeah. and i got nowhere with people if anything yeah. they just switched off yeah and then i went past the coffee i'm like oh okay yeah and guys are doing some of the best turns of their life mm. so um i suppose a lot of people are, are looking too far into it can and be a lot of the movements are very simple movements very simple and yeah. surfing and like what he was asking about the crawling patterns it's just because it's all over social media and i'm not bashing it like i would use crawling patterns for certain mobility work it's good at mobilizing big toes ankles closed chain for the shoulder like i shoulder funk i would use crawling patterns to put some load into his shoulder but then i would i would not spend the majority of a training session working on crawling patterns it would be in gravity training awesome so we've got more coming here, falling to bits. I think that's that's relating to you um, having your surgery done and uh, me sat here with this thing on my neck. Yep. Saturdays at Ombies, who's running Team HQ? We'll still be running it. This isn't going to, a few little things isn't going to see us. Uh, it's going to be dry and salty, that's all. 
go see Dr. John, so brilliant Cairo and quantum energy work, done wonders for my neck and back, bro. Uh, okay, that, I'm pretty sure that's Jamin, actually. I know it's his Facebook user, I'm pretty sure that's, that's, that's Jamin. Jamin, you sent me a message. Um, I really appreciate the message that you sent me. I will get back to you on that there. Sounds really interesting. This is, this is an interesting one. I always surf when I'm walking around the streets. Doing oh, visualization. Doing and under the grass, under the palm leaf. And <laughs> oh, I always surf when I'm walking around the streets doing a, doing a cutback off of a tree and a rebound off the letterbox ripping. Funny you should say this when I'm walking around my house, when I'm turning a corner, I go, way! <laughs> we used to have a name for it, man. They even made shoes at one point. They made shoes that you could like do grinds down handrails and stuff. And so like you'd be walk. Oh, what were the names of them? Anyways, like... You call it like there was. You'd always be walking around and like doing like little fake kickflip tail slides with your. I, I get what he means. I totally get what he means. Uh, I'm, I'm for it. I love this it. Curve, just you know, whack it. I think it's, I, I think it's I think fantastic it's awesome. because yeah. like as we get older, we forget how to play. Yeah. And the oh, fact yeah. that that our minds are still young and we're seeing opportunities and we're visualizing it. That's that's epic. That's yeah. play at its best. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And. The, one of my and look my, how we frothing out in that cast comment. We're yeah, like, Whoa, we've all done it. I got super excited and I hurt myself yeah. again. Uh, but that I think this is so important because that it, I know it's a comment and we're sort of laughing at it, but I think so many people just forget to have fun. Yeah, like I had a I had a consult with a guy in Bali who's doing some work with Twiggy now, and he you, this goes back to our surf trips like. Type A, driven, successful professionals. Why is it my, what am I doing this session? I need to do it. What is it? And like surfing needs to be this at times intentioned effort. And a lot of it needs to be fun and play. And like, I think a lot of, especially adults that are successful professionally and athletically, they go at surfing like, what's next? How do I do it? What am I doing? What's my training session in the water this week? And it needs that kind of pulls away from what has to happen brain wise. I yeah. think with surfing. Yeah. It's the, the, the whole aspect of fun is so, so, so important. It was, my wife actually said to me, she said, what's, what's one of your words for this year? It's just sort of like setting that intention. And one of them was, was fun. And, but fun for me is, is something that is always there. I mean, you've seen me when I'm out, I'm the loudest yeah. person in the water just cause I just, I'm just excited the entire Rough time thing. for everybody. I mean, I'm even excited about this, weirdly as that sounds, because <laughs> I know that now that it's going to like give me opportunities to do other things, just to find, the, find the fun in everything. Sure, like, it's so sure. important. Anyway, uh, mentioned the, yeah, yeah, I am still good to go with this. Tony, I'm, st I'm working on it at the moment, so I will, I'll let the group know once I've got the NLP stuff up and going. I visualised myself. Wow walking again after being run over by a dunk driver and felt the feeling over and over again what it would be like. So I'm, I'm going to say that there was also Jamin again. So that, that there is somebody within the community. Unfortunately, his name's not coming up. He got hit by a drunk driver, uh, broke his pelvis and his back. And yeah, like what? Yeah, made me, I, I was sort of sat there feeling a bit sorry for myself. And then he sent me that message. I was like, oh, okay, I feel really good actually. I know a guy, used to work with him kind of in Sydney. Not as a client, he's a, he's a fellow trainer. Um, was hiking or running in the woods, tree fucking fell on him and crushed his lower body, laid there for hours. Finally, fine, like he's like laying there, I'm about to die kind of thing. Finally, 
got rescued, but came back from it. But man, like when you hear of those heavy structural yeah. spinal pelvis, like, but yeah, the visualization, like neural rewiring, right? That's incredible. That's incredible. I don't think I have the mental fortitude to make it through an injury like that. Like I'll say right now. Okay. Yeah, it's a pasture, unfortunately. Really, really important question that's coming. I saw that, Christian. What, what is it? <laughs> Thanks, why, Christian. Why You're making Chris me Mills? feel like an asshole, dude. Why is Chris Mills so good looking? It's just, the hair products. I just chalk it up to my mom and dad. Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> that's your answer. You've, you've, it's you, genetics, you, man. You, I don't know, man. You, like, you have had the best answers to everything all night, and now you're just going to give me a one-word answer on Nothing that. witty, dude. Nothing witty. Sperm yeah. and an egg. <laughs> sperm and an egg. There I love it. Keep it so simple. It's just a sperm and an egg. Okay. Uh, do a weekend thing. So this, is, this is about the, the coaching. Yeah, I really enjoy those. Yeah. And they're always with cool people. Just Chris needs to set it up. I'm terrible at it. Okay. <laughs> like you got nothing else to do. Moving house and everything else. Okay. You got just signed up to the perfect pop-up. Get me through frontline work in the UK. Yeah, good on you if you're working at the front line in the UK. That wouldn't be uh, easy no, at, heavy. At, the, at the moment. Nice little, uh, nice little uh, picture. Little, uh, what they called? Your avatar. Thumbnail. Ava yeah, thumbnail. thumbnail. That's a good yeah. one to say. That's a little thumbnail there. So, and the perfect pop-up. If somebody wants the perfect pop-up, where else do they get that from? In my app. In your app, which is the Surf Athlete. There you go. Surf Athlete. I should have done a little thing to come up. Surf. Surf Athlete. Do we have to speak with this thing? Yeah, I was going to say it's not athlete. It's athlete. Excuse me. Taking your. I know the Queen's English. Thank you very much. There'll be no correcting my talking this evening, Mister Aluminum. Okay. I'd come up from Melbourne for that. Perfect. Count me in, fellas, whoever you are. Perfect. Uh, we've got Tony Sheldon. There is. There are wave people. There are wave people from interstate. More than one day workshop is needed. Okay, so if you want to fly from interstate more than one day. What's a surf camp of somewhere local? So we've talked about this, and I actually spoke. Remember Ron from HTs? Yeah, um, yeah, he was up here. Yeah, three, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Three weeks, four weeks. He ago. was speaking to me about it. The only thing, I what I said to him is like, look, surf camp somewhere local up here. There's no guarantee of surf, not even up here, but anywhere on the coast. And so I, as long as it was, I mean, you might get something. You might. Get, I camped down at Crescent Head a couple of weeks ago for like five days, and it was flat the entire time. You know what we so, should rather do? Okay, we don't have my skateboard around, but let's book a area and actually do simulation training on the skateboard in my yard. That would be so much better. It could be up here even. And if there's a wave, we could go surf somewhere. If not, skate. It's an option. Cause, cause so for, for the people that can't make it though, so if you're if you're if you want to do like a like a, a day or a half day simulation training for those people that can't make it, could we then we, could we do it live as well? Could I mean, how would they interact? How would they do it? Well, now I stand over the camera. Because <laughs> we've talked about doing can, can doing camps at Crescent Head and everything, and like my only issue is not it'd be awesome potentially, but like I just don't want people pissed if there's no surf. So if they yeah. came to a weekend, I'd almost rather do a camp when the wave pools are open because you got yeah. you got your guaranteed waves and it's the same wave again and again and again, yeah. and that makes sense to me. So Where, just before you all jump in and start going, when's the wave pool thing happening? When's the wave pool thing? I think you've already answered this uh, in one of the comments, but because of COVID and everything that's going on, we can't 
get a dead set date. So it will happen at some point, just not, we, 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 we yeah. can't give you a date. Like if we looked at the last six months, less than half of that time when we have actually been able to make it to yeah. that pool. And I yeah. don't see that really changing. No. As soon as we can, it'll do, it'll happen. Like, yeah. Um, okay, anyway, let's, let's go here. Hey guys, been practicing the walk up, but the bit I'm not finding smooth is getting the leading leg through into position. I have to kind of fling it up there. What can I do to help? I started writing this before your last comment about jackknives. So jackknives, is, um, is that the way? It sounds like the person's body is getting in the way. Um, so they haven't created enough space to get the, so you almost kind of want to push the hands up and, and lift the, the back, lift it, raise your head so that the, the leg can come through. Almost like, um, that's right, Eric. Sorry, I saw the next comment. Sit up straight, bro. About the swinging the leg up, like I've had a couple clients at the house, uh, I actually did some of this with Raz, where you really kind of practice sprinter out of the blocks, where you're really, but only half of that, to where you are still swinging the front leg through, but them getting used to pushing off back leg and momentum coming up, so arms are coming up as front leg swings through, where they pattern that over and over and over. Okay. Sorry, I've got a brain fart. No, yeah, yeah. I don't say that, but goes really quickly. So, um, when you're a sprinter in the blocks, you've got power. Yeah. But you can't run with power the entire the entire race. You yeah. actually got to get light. You got to straighten up. Yeah. And it's when you've straightened up that you actually create space to yes. move. So if you take that then into your pop up, if that person's too lunch down, they they've got the power there. They've got to push themselves up with that power into a straighter position, then they can start moving on their surfboard. Yeah, yeah. And I think very few people are actually um, trying to push themselves into a light stacked position. Up, yeah, up. Like, <clears throat> I think it's, again, focus on trying to, it's almost, for some guys, again, like I'd be curious at his femur length and torso length and what his hip range of motion is and mm -hmm. ankle and all of that, but if you can practice that almost run up position where you're working on getting hands and eyes up and uprighting as smoothly as possible, getting that torso out of the way a little so you can get that front leg through. Okay, cool. Uh, just really, really quickly, if you've got a quick answer on this, what pop-up exercise do you recommend that is easier on the knees? I think if you just kind of covered that in a way. Yeah. Okay, cool. Great show, boys. Got cardboard surfer recently. Nice work. Love it, and I feel your pain, free bulging discs. Okay, deal with the rehab early, yep, hopefully. And Eldoas, if you've got previous cervical spine issues, you should be doing Eldoas every night before bed. What's that? It's a, it's a fascial stretch that is specifically targeted to one vertebral segment, so there'd be a, a specific stretch for C4, C5, C5, okay. C6. Eldoas. Eldoa, E-L-D-O-A. I thought it was like a taco or something. <laughs> I wish. Taco Bell. You know, my $5 college drive through Taco Bell. Grilled stuffed steak burrito and a double-decker taco. <laughs> I could get it for like $3.80. Most random comment ever from Andy. Soap shoes. Soap shoes. That's it, dude. What? He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought he had an idea and you for would like, like product You would like... S shoe skate it was these shoes that had like a plastic bit in the arch so you could like grind a ledge or even like a stairwell yeah. so you could like go up and do like little skate tricks but on shoes my man andy hewitt <laughs> knows what the knows what i'm talking about i'm still slightly confused but anyway i'll, I'll uh, uh yeah i'll go with it uh 
Foot skating. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> foot skating. Stay home and foot skate. <laughs> okay, uh, real, real quick question here. Clayton, you can't say this. Do you guys put base coats on your boards? Do they really do anything? I just got whatever wax I have lying around. I do whatever. Actually. Crisscross, and then I start doing circles. Can I run to my car quick? I'll be a minute. I'll no, save oh, wax. seriously? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Car? Okay, to be quick. Okay, let's, let's, get, let's get on this. We've got one about getting on the toilet. Clayton's compression move with the hands in front. Getting up. Oh, okay. So this is someone who uses the moves when they get on and off the toilet. <laughs> nice. Oh, that shit. Oh, he didn't just do that joke, did he? Yes, he did. Okay. Man, we've gone for so long tonight. We're going we're gonna to try and wrap this up. Many thanks for addressing my query. Uh, on being ready for falling and doing so safely. Yeah, I feel that. Like I have had those, in, I still have those intrepidations. Like when yeah. we're in Indo surfing like some new heavier wave, like, you know, it's things that people consider. And as I think you get better and more time in the water, you're able to make more cognitive and rational decisions. And, you know. For me, the big one's the fear of the unknown. Because once, once it happens, yeah. you're like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. And then yeah. it's it's not a thing anymore, it goes yeah. away. So yeah. you almost want to kinda of have that first wild part and get it under the out of the way. The big issue I have is when someone sits and they don't participate and they just stew in their misery and yeah. their, their minds just go crazy and then um they just almost freeze or they just want to leave the water and get yeah. out of the water. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm not gonna lie, I think that when I go back in six months time there's definitely gonna be a block there. I'm gonna try and use my NLP and my visualization to get rid of it but there's definitely I'm yeah I'm, I'm already installing it now by saying I'm definitely I've got to be really careful about the language that I'm using on this but so yeah it's, it's, it's something which I thought about when I saw the comment come out the other day and it's like am I going to have that worry when I go back I have referred many a client to go see a sports psychologist from mm. severe trauma or near drownings in the yeah. water I've nearly from one of my near drownings years back it took me ages to get over it and I said, yeah, just like, let's just, I'll just, I'll this not, deep I'll, hang, hang on, hang on, I'm going to sit up straight. Tell your story. So it's fun. So we were at, I'd flown to California. It was my grandfather's. We were surfing a Silamar, I think it was. And I was on this like <laughs> shitty rented board and like, it was weird. I'd never surfed it before. never surfed it since. And like, it was just a, a shitty situation. Like, some big surf and again on this like really crappy surfboard and it ended up hitting me hit it kind of hit me in the face and knocked me unconscious a bit okay and i remember it like sets just hammering me and i remember just thinking the i'm like this is it like i'm drowning all i could think about was that my mom was on the beach she and i had gone to the beach i went out for mm. a surf and she was reading and all i could think about was like my mom's gonna be so bummed she's just gonna sit on that beach <laughs> and wonder where I am and I'm just not going to come in and then I finally came to and I was above breathing but above the surface breathing but like in my head like there was I was like this is it alright this is how I'm going okay here we go wow. and then um, it took me a while like I ended up speaking with um, it, it was a friend kind of colleague that was a psychologist spoke to her about it mm. and helped with some things because I kept having this reoccurring stress response and surf that should not have stressed me out Yeah. but I've had quite a lot of clients that um, in working with them and getting into things have had either a heavy trauma in the water or a near drowning. And I'm like, just go, go talk to somebody about it. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, next question. This is when's the surfboard technical session happening? That's the live, the the the, the, the one hour thing that we're going to well, do. Well, we're going to have so much time on our hands soon, so yeah, it's, uh, it'll happen soon. It yeah. is it is happening. We haven't forgotten about it. It's just been so much going on and and just this and the other. <laughs> I think this is a. <laughs> how, how, <laughs> I think it's, it's an answer to your thing earlier on. So whoever is, he visualised being good looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Did Chris do your hair tonight, Ant? <laughs> hey, I've had this... I can prove that I've had this, this hairstyle for years now. Thank you very much. No, I reckon that you copied me. Man, people are just hammering me. <laughs> Chris, is there, hammering is, me. Is, is there an exercise on your app to get the chiseled jawline like yours? I hear if you do HGH long enough, it'll it'll give you a bigger jawline. HGH growth hormone. Okay, so oh, interesting actually. This 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 should come up. So beforehand, I think it's my phone that's been sort of listening to me because I've been listening to the breathing app. And if you read the book Breathe. One of the reasons why we can't breathe so well is because I'm absolutely shrunk, and what we you, need to do is we getting need to a chew. jaw exerciser. I you saw it on one. Facebook. No, no, no. I saw it on Facebook, like a, like, a, like a gimp thing, like a bull thing. You know, it's bullshit. <laughs> Somebody, a buddy, sent me an image a while back, and he's like, "Are you promoting this?" And I was like, "What is this?" It was some breathing jaw thing. Some it's like a squidgy bull. Chinese company grabbed one of my photos of me. Off of my website no in a gimp suit, way. photo in okay. a gimp suit, <laughs> oh, crotchless so... leather gimp suit. <laughs> no, with the breathing thing in my mouth. They photoshopped it in my mouth, and they've been using it for their advertising. But since they're based over in China, like I'm not able to like. Mug. Hang on, what's that in your mouth on this mug? <laughs> That's not the mug with me wearing the crotchless gimp suit. <laughs> so you was in China. I can only assume, like, you try to get, the website is based there, and, like, you try to email them, and you get nothing, and there's, what am I going to do? So I'll see you on Wish. Probably. <laughs> so, but it's, it's, a, it's a complete load of rubbish, that, that chewing the rubber ball thing. Oh, no, I mean, strengthening the masseters and the whole TMJ joint would have some okay. obvious benefits, right. for sure. I wouldn't probably run out and buy a jaw exerciser. What else we got, man? Uh, yeah, stalks mouth. Hello, well, there goes Clayton again. Do another camp at Straddy. Have yeah, you done a camp at Straddy? Yeah, North Straddy with Pete Stanton. Oh, uh, wicked. Yeah. We've got Zoom calls. I'm assuming that's how we bring in. Uh, good question from me. Yeah, of course it was. I always ask the good questions. You know that. That was just about how we can bring people in live that aren't close. That's Louise. We can interact by using Zoom, Skype. Book your spot first in first serve. Yeah, okay, cool. So we, cool. So we potentially can do it by Zoom. Uh, I'm a natural footer, then bought a surf skate and remembered I was a goof. What? Yeah, we get this question actually a yeah. lot now. I bought a surf skate and remembered I was... So skate goofy, but surf natural or vice versa? I find these people that are really, what? really hard to coach. Hard. I don't understand this. Yeah, I, you... I've, I get that quite often. Now. Not yeah. like all the time, but enough to where I'm not surprised by this anymore. People um, either surf goofy and skate regular or vice versa. No way. Yeah. Way. That's just... It's a thing. Yeah. And... Uh, really you gotta, that's a glitch in the matrix that's not that's not right <laughs> let's get rid of that comment <laughs> not answer that comment Tish. Nah, did, did, did you want to say anything on that I, I mean I, that's a tough one like we've had we remember one guy submitted a video he taught himself how to skate switch 
because he surfed one way or the other. His skating was opposite of his surfing. So he and he was comfortable on a skateboard. He taught himself how to skate opposite, opposite just so he could practice with the surf skate stuff. What about stuff. the wow. one lady? Um, she was on a surf trip with us. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. her ski instructor was goofy, so he taught her how to ski goofy, and then she just learned how to skate goofy, I think, and then yeah. surf goofy when she was actually right-handed and she would be regular foot. Right. Well, right. Fiona surfs goofy, and I think she skates and snowboards natural. Okay. Yeah, so it's 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 almost it's showing them like how to brush your teeth with the right hand and say, okay, now do it with your left. Yeah, it's really really like tricky. Yeah. I, I can't. I, I don't know what to do with those people. Okay, real real quick on this one, changing boards all the time, twenties, singles, quads. Is it good or a bad thing for surfing development? It makes it more fun. So changing boards all the time. What do you think? Yeah, um, it's it depends on what level you're at and where you're at. Um, a surfboard it isn't a magic carpet that's going to make you surf better. You have to be able to control your body to make the board work. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> a guy like Tom Curran can pretty much ride any board and anything, and he can manipulate his body to make it work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the fun comes in. Like if you're riding a twin fin, you don't want to slide out. You've got to physically think of how to manipulate my body to make it hold off the bottom yeah. turn. And in doing so, you'll often find that your style improves, your technique improves by trying to um, use the correct postures. Okay, cool. Uh, then there's, I don't know what that there is, cracking or popping. I'm assuming they're referring to a breakfast cereal. I'd say snap, crackle, snap, and pop. Snap, crackle, pop. Uh, I'm keeping my hands down too long, I think. Who on earth is measuring their fingers? No, I think it was- <laughs> Not many. I mean, I take a look at long guys like with issues, like, but I, I think there probably is something to be said for femur length and ratio to torsos and stuff and pop right. up abilities. Yeah. Okay. They're, this is the same person, but they've now decided to identify themselves as a Sunshine Coast board slut. Nice Ooh. done. Cool. Two spinal fusions, disc knackered at C34, kidney stones just diagnosed after 20 years of go surfing, best thing for anything. Thinking at 50 might go up from a five foot eight to a five foot ten. It's not funny when you cannot lift your head off the pillow. I bet. Yeah, neck and spine stuff's gnarly. Yeah. Cheers. Blimey, just they're changing the boards. That was the question that I really wanted answered. You should brush your teeth with opposite hands. It's good for your brain. I don't think that's singularly wards off dementia, but it is good to do everything in common life with opposite hand. I have even, especially with stroke patients, they have them do that. But just do everything. It, it's it's. Yeah, it's just lighting up brain centers right, again. See if I can just try eating. Comment. Brushing teeth with opposite hands easy. Try eating where you're cutting and like spooning into your mouth. That's generally try it. Give it a go. Like it'll spin people out. It can be really difficult at first. I'm sure that I'm gonna look stupid. No, just, man, you look at just spilling stuff, <laughs> dribbling milk. <laughs> it goes back to Kingpin, man. What do you do with this like with this balding oh, little no. hair flip? You know, an hour and forty-four minutes, and you finally brought up Kingpin. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is the final comment, and then we're, gonna, we're actually going to wrap things up. Uh, I am going to ask you one question quickly. Uh, interesting. Daniel Thompson always surf on his forehand, so natural going right and goofy going. Yeah, and he's got good style. Normally, like if I surf uh, switch foot, I look terrible. Um, but I think uh, Daniel Thompson, he makes, yeah, he, he surfs 
switch and does it really really well yeah. uh, quick, quick I will say to Louise about yes I do brush my teeth with opposite but also while you brush your teeth I recommend to most clients if we're coming off knee ankle stuff balance on one foot whole time you brush your teeth balance on one foot close your eyes eventually with it is this like like an April Fool's joke no no no, no it's hard most people most adults if you ask them to balance on one foot and close their eyes they can't do it for more than five seconds okay guaranteed I would go up and try it, but not with this thing on. <coughs> um, right, real quick, pl please, no more comments for the minute, because I can't, I can't, I can't, Stop. I can't, I can't help but bring them up on the Stop. screen. Chris, does that include opposites for pop-up practice? I don't... I have I, people do opposite at times, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah, just um, because they have to think about the movement, and so if I, what they feel and think, sometimes it goes back into the natural, and it... it the one... Uh, the one day at, uh, I forget the break, but we're on a boat trip and I surfed Fifi for a whole day. Yeah. At the end of the day, I wanted to switch back to natural and I've forgotten how. Really? So I had to think about it. Like, oh, I've got to go back. That'd be weird. So just, yeah, if you repeat the patterns enough times, yeah. it can become a habit. Yeah. Real quick question. Why do people find 20 difficult to go to after a thruster? Because they try to surf a 20 like a thruster. There you go. Answer answered it's right like yeah yeah, yeah. But it's, the it's twin you have to surf on yeah. the rail otherwise the board slides out okay let's let's wrap this up here because we've been on for ages is this the uh, longest uh, longest we've got you've gone i think the longest one that, that we did was when we did one with anthea we did for the for the ladies group that's probably oh, the longest yeah, one but this yeah. this is this is this is close to it um i'm going to i, I wanted to just ask two things this comes i wrote these notes down sort of in the middle and back at the beginning, I think it would just leave a real couple of golden nuggets. And one thing that you said was people coming in and first of all, you're telling them what not to do. And I think with everything, whether this is with surfing or whether it's with, with trying to get better at anything in life or even just trying to make your life better, we always plan our what, like our to-do list. We, we write down a list of things I've got to do, got to do this, got to do this, got to do this. A lot of the time, a lot of people forget to write down what they need to not do having a not to do list so which is a really powerful thing to do because if you're doing all this stuff but you're still doing stuff that's, that, that is not helping you then you're getting in your own way mm, yeah. so so from both of you now from everything that you've seen from all of the people that you have that you have coached that you have trained and try and keep this as quick as possible because I want this to be like the, like the golden nugget takeaways what are so Clayton first of all what are three things that people should not do anymore did you get a little fly or something? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. filthy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at the problem. So like a lot of people paddle into a wave and they look down and then that's where they end up falling. Okay, so... Stop looking at the problem. So the stop that stop you, looking stop at the problem. Parents. That is one thing. What else could they, could they stop doing? Um, What's on th one over thing? paddling and freaking out when a wave comes. Okay, over paddling? Just breathe and relax. So so over, over paddling and freaking out when a wave comes. If you had three things... Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going general here. Like, with, with all of the stuff that you've seen over the years, because I know that you've worked with a lot of people, whether that be surfing, whether that be exercise, what are three things that they, that they need to not do? Um, I would say don't not neglect your, like, mobility, stretching, flexibility. Okay. It's like, it, that isn't just, like, surf skill specific. Yep. Um, so you got to keep things moving well. Um, I would say, man, I'm really hard on these kind of on the spot things like this. I got nothing, dude. I'm coming. I got nothing. 
Well, think, think of the road trips. Like when you first came <clears> and you see all these people coming. What should they not do? I wish people... This isn't... You could probably frame this into a what not. Yeah. I wish they would take more time paying attention to a new break. And trying to really read it and judge it before just like rampaging into it. So don't just jump straight in. So you go. Don't just jump straight in and like just mull it around whoever else is at the top. Yeah, they probably have good intention but no idea. No idea. And if they would just pay attention, it would make the process easier for them to see what's where and where's the like the second reef kind of hitting or whatnot. Um, Cool. Yeah, those those are the that's what comes to mind, man. That'll that's, do. Yeah. And then so one, one <laughs> that was not a golden nugget. No, 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 no. That was a go- <laughs> all that, right. that, I, I, all of that was a golden nugget because the amount of people. Look, the, the very first time that I ever went over to to Indo, and I went and surfed there, I rocked up on my little moped thing, and I didn't even stop and look at the wave. I just, I was like so excited, I just went straight out, and I ended yeah, up getting yeah, myself yeah. into trouble out there. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's a really good thing to that, that's that is a real golden nugget and with all of the obviously with the with the accelerated surf program you've got the the science of simulation in the surf that, that science sitting down and actually looking at the sea looking at the waves looking yeah. at what's actually happening is such a big part of it so now that's good i do think this is a really important comment uh you guys are all equally good looking <laughs> thanks for the advice thanks okay. mom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then just finally, uh, right back at the very beginning, you're saying a lot of the people that, that you're dealing with are people that only get to surf at the beach once a week, maybe. They're probably working corporate jobs. Sure. People that are working in, off- in an office. Even if they're not working in office, a lot of people now are stuck at home. Mm. They're, they're interacting via Zoom and whatever. So this whole culture now of, it's going to be really hard for me to do because I've actually fixed up but like staring down at your phone where your back's constantly arched over or, or at the computer where you're constantly hunched or you're sat on the sofa and you you, you, you like couch potato scrolling through we, we sloth yeah so we've become this we've become this, this this world of yeah of slugs and sloths and yeah i was going to use nicer words than that but if you want to yeah. offend everybody then that's fine you go yeah. with it but we've <laughs> but we we've become this sloths this world of, of bent in the wrong way people. sure sure so as a one final takeaway, what should people do to combat that? So if, if, if you are a corporate, someone who's working in the corporate where you're stuck at a desk all day, <clears throat> what can we do? In easiest, most applicable thing is start doing foundation training. It's called foundation training. Eric Goodman, if you get the Surf Athlete app, there is some of their free resources in there. Um, I'm a foundation training instructor. Hit me up if you want to dial some of this in. Everybody that has... If someone goes to your Instagram, have you got like a link to... Like they go to your bio, have they, have they got a link where they can then go to the app? Is there a link in your Instagram thing um, or not? I'll put one. Okay. There often is, but the link's kind so, of interchangeable. I mean, I'm going to put this up on the screen again now. So that that is... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Chris's Instagram handle. Go to Instagram, hook him up, or, or, or just DM him and he'll give you all the information that you need. Foundation training can... If you have an interest in surfing for the next several decades, then you should be doing some aspects of foundation training. Perfect. For sure. Like I don't, there's no point in me elaborating, like de- check it out. Again, you can find it in the app. You could, they have all sorts of free resources on YouTube. Um, it does a lot of good things for the spine. And once you get the spine 
You can't surf with the spine that ain't doing its thing properly. No. It is more comprehensive than just spine, but uh, it does good things for your back. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> on that note. Thanks, guys. Man, you've been epic. That's just so yeah, for, good. You're our you first guest here. on here. Well, actually, oh, I'm, I'm, the ladies. I'm so stoked to have you in here. And um, yeah, like, this has been so much fun. And uh, I think it should become a regular thing. I live down the road. Yeah, no, actually, I don't live down the road anymore. I kind of am, used to. am kind of down the road. <laughs> uh, like, I'm just going to say now that pretty much most of my medication has now worn off. So I am. Um, I'll I, take you home. I, I need to go and take some stuff. <laughs> One day, because it's actually starting to hurt a little bit. So we're, we're, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so, so, so much. Thanks, guys. Oh, you're absolutely legend. Make sure that you follow uh, Chris at Surf Strength coach on instagram check out on youtube there's so much stuff on there also the app the uh what's the app, app again i've forgotten sorry it's all right man sit up nice and straight surf athlete surf athlete app make sure you check out there out uh, guys google play for... android iphone good to go there it is guys thank you so much for tuning in if you've been here since the very beginning then i appreciate you staying for the full hour and 55 minutes that is longer this than is a Hollywood the latest movie. i've stayed up in weeks <laughs> but it's been fun <laughs> <Mentalized> <laughs> <midnight>. <laughs> guys thank you so much we will check you out in the next live